0: Hey everybody, welcome to Audiobooks All Day. I'm Kevin. And I'm Jeff. Today is chapter 19, Gunslinger, which is a biography of one of the biggest icons in football, Brett Favre. And the main takeaway we want to talk about today is when you get an opportunity, you need to seize it.
1: So this book was written by Jeff Perlman, who actually started out his career as a baseball author, writing about baseball, and uh, eventually wound up writing this biography about Brett Favre. And uh, it is a really, really good book because he, you know, Brett Favre really was one of the people that got me interested in football anyways, and it was really interesting to actually hear his story, and especially to hear about how he took advantage of the opportunities when it mattered most. Um, growing up, we, you know, as, as a family, we didn't watch a ton of football. I'd say that we were pretty much more into basketball, or at least I definitely was. And so growing up, watching football was never really a thing, but I do remember, uh, that I used to love watching the meetup between the San Francisco 49ers and the Green Bay Packers, AKA Steve Young, Brett Favre. And in fact, one day I even recorded a part of the game, no idea what actually happened to it or where it went, but I remember just being so excited to, to see that game And while I never probably had enough patience to watch an entire football game at that point in my life, I always really liked watching uh, those two quarterbacks, but especially Brett Favre uh, play. I think it was always something
0: fun to see. And um, later on in life, both Jeff and I actually did get in football and we did play football in high school. And I remember as we started getting into football, I remember one time we were, I was watching a Green Bay game with my dad and I remember Brett Favre. Uh, rolled out of the pocket. He's going to his right, and he just steps back, plants his feet, and throws this, I don't know, it's like a 60-yard bomb, and he hits his guy and gets a touchdown. And as he's planted, as he throws it, he gets slammed the, like the next second. Like, because he threw the pass, he knew he was going to get slammed, but he got slammed. And then he stood back up, and he was just like laughing at the guy, and like he just at all the... You know all the toughness in the world, and was just celebrating with his team. And I remember my dad. He turned to me and he's like, "That's how you play football, you know." And I just ever since that moment, I've just loved Green Bay. You know, Green Bay's always been my team, and they still are. A little bit rough recently, but <laughs> yeah, still great. We, we had we had a rough last two years, and this year we didn't really have an excuse because Aaron Rodgers wasn't hurt. But we're we're gonna we're gonna turn it around. We have some good things going for us. So this story starts in Kiln, Mississippi, which is just like
1: a super classic. I mean, I've never really been to Mississippi, but I do totally imagine it as like this kind of classic podunk little southern town. And that's totally what it was. And he grew up playing football, loving football, and especially Irvin Favre, his dad, um, who wound up being his high school uh, coach, instilled in him this love of the game and this need to play it. All of the time. And so they were always playing. And uh, one of the things that really was crazy about this story that I didn't know is he gets into high school and he becomes a starting quarterback fairly early on. But he was a straight up running team. Like if they passed it five times a game, it was too many times. Like he never Mm -hmm. passed. Yet Brett Favre, who has one of the strongest arms that has ever existed in all of football, never really passed in high school. And they just were a running team. And, uh, and I thought that was so interesting, especially with the dad, you know, and like like it was just what they did. It's just what they did to do championships and they were kind of an average team or not not to even win championships. It's just like how they rolled. And so I just thought that was a really interesting place to start. Um, but he wound up, though,
0: getting a scholarship to Southern Mississippi. And it was kind of by accident. Like nobody was really looking for... You know, this guy who threw like maybe a hundred times in his entire high school career, you know, but the coach at Southern Miss, he'd like he like accidentally he was at at, uh, the high school looking at other players and he like accidentally saw Brett Favre and he saw him work out and he's like, oh, he's he's actually really impressive. So he kept coming to games and his dad, Irvin Favre, was just like, oh, I'll have him pass this time so you can really see him play. And then he never did. And so classic. Yeah. Then, but eventually, for whatever reason, through a lot of like fighting, they actually gave Brett Favre a scholarship. Just pretty much just because they could see potential, but they really had no game film on him. It was like the luckiest thing that could have happened, because his football career could have ended right there.
1: And then it really just, and then it starts into one of the times I just I love. Um, so he, he starts as a seventh string quarterback, which fun fact we brought up Steve Young earlier. He was the eighth string quarterback his freshman year, just fun fact. Um, and the third game into the season, Brett Favre winds up getting into the game. So how this all kind of plays out is, um, Brett Favre comes, they can see a lot of potential, but he's kind of a wild dude. He is not above having a good time, even the day of, or the day before games (laughs) And the thing is, they were playing two lane on the third game of the season, and he did not think, I think it was the farthest thing from his mind that he was going to be playing in the game. So the night before, he had been out drinking a ton, he even puked during warm-ups, like he was totally hungover. But then during the second half, he gets put into the game, and then magic happens. After getting put into the game, he winds up leading his team back from behind, Spi, you know, he passes a couple touchdowns and they wind up executing this uh, drive. It was awesome. And uh, he totally took advantage of that opportunity, winds up starting the next 10 games of the season, wins six his freshman year, and then goes on to a really successful career there at Southern Miss. But I love it because even though he was not in a position, I think that there's probably a lesson to be learned about preparing for the opportunity. I think that luckily he had a lot of talent to bring to the table that kind of compensated, but at least he still went out there and he still took advantage. Um, You know, I think all of us, if you've seen sports at all, you see times when people Um, miss their chance but you also see times when people take their opportunity and this was one of
0: those times for Brett Favre it won't be the last that we'll talk about but it was definitely one of the first Mm -hmm. and something that I've seen in everybody that I know who is really really good at something is that there's a level of confidence that they have that they they believe that if they get the chance to act in whatever area it may be that they will succeed now I'm not going to get into the dynamic of what's cockiness, what's humility. Um, of course, I believe you can have confidence in yourself and still be humble. But the point is, is that having confidence in yourself, he had that confidence in himself. And like Jeff said, obviously a lot of raw talent. But he went in and he took advantage of it. And he believed once he went in, he's like, he knew he could lead them to victory. And he did. And, you know, his college career was really, it was really exciting and it was a, it was up and down too. he had some he had some really bad injuries. In fact, once uh, he was actually in a really serious car accident where they had to take out um, some of his intestine. I'm not sure what part, but they took out some of his intestine, which actually something I'd actually heard about Bradford a couple of times that apparently he had the most horrible farts in the world. And that came from having a shorter intestine. I I don't know how, but but that's what happened. And he's just a really farty person, apparently.
1: And, of course, being a smart aleck he is, I'm sure that he has used that to great effect in his own life, much to the chagrin of, I'm sure, his friends and family. Uh, Speaking of uh, friends and family, his his father continued to play a really important role in his life. And he actually winds up... uh, You know, his high school sweetheart, they wind up having a baby and, you know, kind of this thing of where now he's trying to, you know, grow up. And, you know, there's these things of still wanting to still wanting to be a kid and and that kind of struggle, which which definitely some people are, you know, are faced with. And he winds up getting taken in the second round by the Atlanta Hawks. And he spends his whole rookie season. Yeah, sorry. Uh, That'd be really (laughs) impressive. Yeah, that would be really (laughs) impressive. But yeah, the the Falcons. And uh, he winds up spending his whole first year pretty much on the bench and being the brunt of all the jokes for the coach. Um, he just found Favre to be not very serious. He could definitely see potential, but would never take things serious. He would, you know, be always be joking, always be partying. Uh, but then something really important happened when he then gets the next year
0: an opportunity to get traded to Green Bay. Mm-hmm. And he gets traded to Green Bay, and just, uh, just like Tom Brady... He gets his first shot because somebody else gets injured. And it's really quite amazing because the very first pass he has as a Green Bay Packer goes for a touchdown. The problem was that it was a touchdown for the other team. <laughs> he throws a pick six, his very first pass. And the, and then, well, you know, really the restless, you know, but he pulls himself up. He takes advantage of that opportunity and he starts to win games. He becomes the permanent starter. And. Throughout his career, he made 11 Pro Bowl selections, which is very impressive. Three All uh, All-NFL selections, first team. Three second-team All-NFL selections. Three MVP awards. Which is crazy. And weren't they all back-to-back? I think they were. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they were. And he also was a Super Bowl champion. He played in two Super Bowls. Um, but he was, he won one of them and he lost to John Wayne, John Elway and the Broncos in the other, but really one of the most prolific and most exciting careers ever. I loved watching Brett Favre play because you never knew what was going to happen.
1: Yeah. He, he, uh, Obviously had his share of injuries. He loved to run the ball. And uh, I think that what is really cool about Brett Favre is that he just loved football. And you could see that with his decisions where he was retiring but then not retiring and then retiring and then not retiring and then going to the Minnesota Vikings and then retiring and then still being plagued by the decision. He probably still is plagued by the decision. <laughs> he probably still wants to go out and play. Um but I love, I love just his love for the game and that he just wants to play. He loves being a part of the team. He loves the pressure. He loves to perform. He loves to compete. And I think that you know when you really find something that you love, uh, that, that, that you do it with all your heart. And that um, luckily when, when the time came, he was finally able to bow out. But I, I love that he still hung in there
0: even when most people would probably be done. Mm-hmm. And Brett Favre, when he finished, when he finally like really retired, <clears throat> he held the record. For most pass attempts, most pass completions, most yards, most touchdowns, most interceptions, most incompletions, and also most consecutive games played. And that one, that last one, I think is the most impressive of just the most consecutive games played. In fact, he started every game from the time he got to the Green Bay Packers up until his very last season was when he he finally because of injuries which eventually forced him to retire he finally stopped his streak and one of the times that really cemented
1: who brett Favre was is that he finds out the day before one of uh you know just a really big game that his father had passed away and uh, obviously his father was so instrumental with not only introducing him to the game of football but being his coach and being one of his best friends and he still chose to play. He decided not to sit out. And he had one of the best games of his career. And uh, they won. But I think that it just kind of leads to that whole thing of that Brett Favre was a tough guy. Uh, obviously, had his own issues in his own personal life. But was still able to be a good teammate and was still able to be there. And uh, he wound up marrying his high school sweetheart eventually. And, and uh, hopefully things are going well for him in that regard and with his family. Uh, I think that, that there's a lot that we can learn about uh, you know, from Brett Favre and, and from his life. Uh, but like we've said already a couple times, being able to take advantage of the opportunity when it's there is huge. If he would not have performed, it would have been so easy for him to just be stuck being the seventh string quarterback again. There have been a lot of talent that has spent a lot of time on the bench. And who knows what his life would have turned out to be if he didn't take that one opportunity. Maybe he would have lined up starting. Maybe he didn't get drafted, though, because he only played well his senior year. I mean, I don't know. There's, whole, there's so many variables that you just can't control in this life. But you saw evidence of that he got to where he is today because
0: of the opportunities taken when the opportunity presented itself. Mm-hmm. And this book really has stuff for everybody. For those people who really like to get into biographies... This book holds no punches on both the positive and the negative side of his life. So it's very in-depth and very, very interesting in that regard. For those people who just like a really good story, it's a fantastic story. And for those people who really like football, it is also a really, really interesting book. Because you start to see one of the great passers, you know, ever, and how he partially revolutionized the game. And you can see a lot of how his play impacted players. Today, like Patrick Mahomes for the Kansas City Chiefs, a lot of the stuff he does, the kind of passing that he does, a lot of that, I see Brett Favre, who just maybe doesn't throw as many interceptions. But it's, it's really an interesting book, and I really think it has something for everybody.
1: So please go out there, live your story, and uh, take advantage of those opportunities when they come. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you.